and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week's episode is about my top tips for saving money on theme park tickets, so let's dive in. Welcome everyone to episode 25. This feels like a milestone. I cannot believe I've already have 25 shows under my belt. I'm still such a newbie trying to figure this all out and I really need to do an outtakes uh, or some outtakes at the end of the show. You can hear all of my mistakes and they're pretty entertaining. But I do want to thank each and every one of you who have listened to the show up to this point and special thanks to those who have found me on the blog or in our private Facebook group for readers and listeners of The Budget Mouse. Thank you to everyone who has spread the word about the show. So word of mouth is still the number one way that people learn about new podcasts. So if you can take a second to share an episode with a friend, please do. I'm also thanking everyone who has taken the time to rate and review the show in iTunes. If you're not sure how to do this, you just scroll to the bottom of the show's page on iTunes, past the recent episodes and past the best of the podcast, and you'll see a place where you can give the show a rating of up to five stars. So I would love it if you take a second to do that if you haven't already. And lastly, particular thanks go out to my patrons on Patreon who help support the show and the site with a small monthly donation. And this starts at only $2 per month. They get access to exclusive patrons only content on my Patreon page, as well as all the warm fuzzies for supporting a Disney content creator and a fellow Disney fanatic. So I'm doing a special episode this week with some of my best tips for saving money on theme park tickets. Well, this will likely be the single biggest expense of your trip. You will likely spend more on tickets than on lodging, food, everything else, unless you're staying for over a week and then your lodging might be a little bit more than your tickets. But I have some good news. There are ways to save money on tickets, but I have some bad news. You're not gonna save a ton. Now I have methods for saving up to 70% off the cost of Disney resorts, such as renting DVC points. And I will link to a new post that's up on the blog about that in the show notes. I've saved 50% on the cost of food with strategies such as getting the dining plan for only part of a stay and stretching the credits. And I frequently fly to and from Orlando for practically free with airline points and miles. But if you can save 10% off of the cost of your theme park tickets, you are doing really well. I have to add that I feel that the value you get for the money you spend on your park tickets at Disney World is incredible. When I go to look at prices for other events, um, concerts, or admissions to other parks, I think, wow, you do really get a lot of bang for your buck at Disney World because in the course of one day at the parks, you can see multiple Broadway quality performances, you can ride many attractions, you can meet characters, you know, and then there's the nighttime entertainment of the fireworks and the nighttime shows. And just overall, I feel like the value really is there, though it's quite expensive to go to Disney World. So I'm going to show you some of the, or tell you about some of the creative ways that I've saved on park admission on our many trips in the past. 
And so here they are with no further ado, I have eight of them. Tip number one is don't pay full price for your tickets. Now there are ways to get discounted Disney World theme park tickets from what are called ticket brokers. And these are companies that buy tickets from Disney in bulk. They get quite a significant discount by buying so many tickets. They then resell them and cut the discount slightly, pass it on some to you, and then they take the difference. The ticket broker that I recommend to my readers is Undercover Tourist, and that's because I have used them personally many times to buy discount tickets, and there's never an issue with the tickets. Their customer service is excellent. They have a really generous return policy, and in fact, one time I had to return a ticket to Undercover Tourist, and no questions asked, they were able to take the ticket back, even though it had been six or nine months since I have bought the ticket. So they do give refunds uh, up to 365 days from when you have bought the ticket. Um, their tickets also can be linked to my Disney experience very easily, and they are just a no-brainer way to save some money on your park tickets. Now you can save up to $75 per ticket with Undercover Tourist. Um, generally though, you're looking to save probably anywhere in the range of 30 to $50 per ticket, but why not? They're really easy to link everything to your Disney Experience account. They're all delivered via email. Um, I think people still have a little hang up where they're not sure if it's legitimate to buy these discount tickets, but I can rest assured they it is legitimate. I have bought it many times and so have thousands of other people who can attest that this is a legitimate way to save some money on tickets. I do need to mention that if you are just buying one or two day theme park tickets, the best price is directly from Disney. Starting at days three, three days and up, the best price is from a ticket broker such as Undercover Tourist. Tip number two is a new one because this just went into effect recently and that is to visit during the cheapest times of year. So Disney updated their ticket pricing last month to now have date-based ticket prices. That had been in effect for a few years for individual day tickets. When you went to buy a one-day ticket to Magic Kingdom, for example, you had to pick um, kind of the range of dates where you would be there and the ticket price would um, reflect kind of how busy it was that time of year. So now that policy is extended to multi-day tickets. And when you buy a ticket, you pick the, your arrival day and then you pay based on how busy that time of year is. So a five-day ticket ranges in price, and this is a discount ticket from Undercover Tourists, but from between $400 and $450. So that's from the cheapest time of year to the most expensive. So you could potentially save $200, up to $200 on your tickets for a family of four by visiting during off-peak times. Now, I have put a post up on the blog where I went through every single month of the year next year, every day, and found the cheapest dates of the year to visit. I'm going to link to that post in the show notes, but I'm going to share them with you here. Now, these are the rock bottom cheapest times of year for next year for 2019. January 12th through February 8th. February 20th through 24th, and August 22nd through September 25th. Now there were other times of years that were, sorry, other times of year that were just slightly more, maybe five or $10 more per ticket that were in, some were even during school breaks. So you're gonna have to head to the Post and Blog to get those, the kind of next tier of um, value price tickets. Tip number three, don't buy more ticket than you need. So one of the most common questions I get asked is, you know, how many days of park tickets should I get? Should I get the park hopper? So 
oh, I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> first, I think it's fine to not visit every park on your first trip to Walt Disney World. There is so much to see and do at the theme parks that you're going to be overwhelmed just by one day at the Magic Kingdom by all of the things that you can see and do. If you just visit Magic Kingdom and pick another park that interests you most on your trip and have a little downtime during your trip, that is fine. You're going to have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation. Disney does a great job of convincing all of the all of its guests that they must visit all four theme parks. Now, why would they do that? Oh, because then you'll stay longer, spend more money on tickets, and spend more money on your vacation overall. But I will say, like, you can have an incredible vacation by only going to the parks for one or two days, and that is going to save you thousands of dollars. Now, in regards to the park hopper option, it is now $75 extra to be able to go to more than one park in a day. That's what the park hopper option means in your ticket. And I generally don't encourage people to go that route. If you're staying at least four days, then the cost to add additional days beyond the four days is quite affordable. It's significantly less than $75. When you start to get up into six or seven days, it's only about $20 to add another day. So if you're going for a longer trip, I say just add additional day to your park ticket and you'll get more value out of that by like going to another park, maybe on a rest day for just the afternoon, or maybe on your arrival day or your departure day, going to one of the parks for a little bit more time. If you do decide to take a day off and not get a park ticket for one or more of your days, there's so much to do there. Most people don't take advantage of everything that is going on at their resort, particularly if you're staying at a Disney resort. There's so much to see and do at all of the Disney resorts, even the value resorts. You can visit other Disney resorts. You can go to Disney Springs, which is really improved from the old downtown Disney. I love many of the restaurants and shops there. Or you could even go to a water park for a day. Tickets there start around $50 or $60, so it will be less than adding another $100 day to a park ticket. Okay, so number four, pay for your tickets with discount Disney gift cards. If you are buying your ticket directly from Disney for a one or two day ticket, for example, or if you're paying for your tickets as part of a package that you book directly with Disney or through a travel agent, such as free dining, which is the best package of the year, if you're feeling brave, go back and listen to episode one and hear me fumble around about free dining. <laughs> anyway. If you're getting your tickets directly from Disney, an easy way to save is paying for them with discount Disney gift cards. Well, I just updated a post on the blog with the most current ways to get discount Disney gift cards. It is super easy to save 5%, um, and that really adds up if you're spending $1,500 on your park tickets. You know, that's a good, what is that, about $80? So I'll take it, right, if it doesn't require that much work. So my Go-to ways to save are through Target. If you have a Target red card, you can instantly save 5% on Disney gift cards when you buy them either in store or online, but you do have to have a special Target red card, debit card, or credit card. I have the debit card, which I prefer to not have a separate credit card for a store. Another way is through BJ's Wholesale. And that is a 4% savings on their $100 gift cards. So it used to be that you could buy discount Disney gift cards on the BJ site without a membership. They now require a $10 annual membership in order to buy discount will buy anything online and get member prices. So that is nice because you can pay for the gift cards with any form of payment. 
with a credit card that you prefer or with you know, a debit card, and you don't have to open a separate card just at that store. It is only 4% savings, and you do have to buy that $10 membership. But if you're buying more than $300 worth of cards, you're going to save that and more. And another way to save is if you have a Sam's Club membership, you'll save about 5% on discount give Disney gift cards if you buy them online at samsclub.com. Now there's also, there was a way recently that I got actually 10% off of Disney gift cards through Sam's Club, and that was with the Dosh app. And I detailed that all in the post, so please do go and check that out. So once you have these discount Disney gift cards, you can actually combine them all into one gift card on the website DisneyGiftCard.com. You kind of pick a master Disney gift card, and then you can transfer the balance from the other gift cards onto that master gift card. Then if you want to pay a travel agent, for example, with that Disney gift card, you don't have to sit there and rattle off 10 different numbers on the Disney gift card. Or if you're making a payment on Disney's site or, you know, purchasing, if you're purchasing tickets from Disney, they will only let you use one Disney gift card and they encourage you to combine the balances with that. Another great tip for saving money on theme park tickets that I've used personally is to take your kids before they turn three. So Disney's pretty generous about allowing kids who are under three to visit the theme parks totally for free. They don't require a ticket and you don't have to show any evidence of the kid's age. It's on the honor system. So my daughter, before she turned three, a month or so before she turned three, we took her on a trip and it was great that she could get in for free and she was able to see and do so much being almost three years old. So that is a great thing to do if you can pull that off to time a trip before one of your kids turns three. You won't have to buy them a park ticket at all. Tip number six, buy tickets before the annual price increase. So unfortunately, Disney raises their ticket prices every year. Thanks, Disney. And Usually there is some warning before they do this. Disney just increased prices in last month, so you're probably good for a while. But if you start to hear rumors that a ticket price increase is coming, grab your tickets before they go up because they will be good for you know a set period of time. It will say on the tickets when they expire. Um, and now that you're picking date-based tickets, it's great to grab them before the price jumps. So a member of the Facebook group told me that she saved $365 on tickets for her family by getting them before this last price increase and her tickets are totally valid for her trip next year in 2019. Tip number seven, consider special event tickets for shorter trips. So now that tickets are around $100 per day, unless you're staying five or more days, you could save a day on your park tickets and go to one of the hard ticketed events at Magic Kingdom instead for your Magic Kingdom day. So I'm talking about Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Tickets to these two events have in the past started at $72 for admission to the event. You can get into the party as or into Magic Kingdom as early as 4 p.m. on the party day, and the parties last generally until midnight. So you can get a full eight hours in at Magic Kingdom, which for many people is as long as they're going to spend there anyway. And you can say, what's that, $27, you know, so over $100 for a family of four by maybe cutting one day off of your park ticket and doing your Magic Kingdom day at one of the parties. Also, you'll get all of the special events that happen at the party as well. So especially if you've been to Magic Kingdom in the past and you're not trying to do everything in a day, which is impossible anyway, you might get a lot of enjoyment about going to one of the parties instead of adding an extra day to a park ticket to go to Magic Kingdom. And last, 
Tip number eight, if you qualify, take advantage of the best discounts that are out there on Disney Park tickets. And these are to Florida residents and active members of the military and their families. I get asked lots of questions like, okay, so I have a grandparent that lives in Florida. Can they buy a ticket for us? And can we use the Florida resident discount? And the answer is generally no for adult tickets because they do check your ID when you go to redeem the ticket. It's not just buying that, but when you go to redeem it, they do check your ID. So you have to have a Florida issued ID. However, for children, they don't check IDs. So you can decide for yourself if you think it would be ethical or not to have a grandparent, let's say, buy a park ticket for um, a grandchild that's visiting out of, from out of state. And active members of the military get some of the best discounts in addition to Florida residents. I am not up to date on knowledge of the military discounts that is or that are offered at Disney World. So I'm going to link to a great resource in the show notes that's over at Traveling Mom. And it's all of the current discounts and best discounts for members of the military. You can get ticket discounts. You can also get discounts on resorts at Disney World in addition, in addition to Shades of Green, which is the military-only resort. So that will wrap up my tips for saving money on Disney World Park tickets. Now, if you happen to listen to this show the day that it is released, which is Friday, November 16th, there is a giveaway running over at the Budget Mouse that ends tomorrow. So you have today and tomorrow to enter. I'm giving away a Disney trip prep pack of 10 must-have items from the dollar store for your trip. So you can win poncho, glow sticks, lanyards, all the good stuff that you want to get ahead of time before you go to Disney World at the Dollar Tree to save you lots of money when you are there at Disney World. So thank you so much for listening. You can always find me at thebudgetmouse.com. I'm also at thefrugalsouth.com. I'm on Instagram as thebudgetmouse. And if you haven't joined already, please join us on Facebook in the Budget Mouse private Facebook group. Just search for the Budget Mouse on Facebook, ask to join, and I will add you. Thanks again and have a magical day.